It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Earth Angel Radio is the authentic radio for living an authentic life, sharing with you the heart of a richer and fuller life with divine guidance. Earth Angel Radio is here to share with you the wisdom of the ages from all dimensions, bringing you a greater understanding to a more conscious way of living and to expand your mind beyond this world. Please join the host of Earth Angel Radio, Carol Guy. Welcome to Earth Angel Radio. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.carolguy.com. Carol Guy is an angelic counselor as well as the author of A Healthy Mind Leads to a Healthy Body and her new book, Coming Out of the Spiritual Closet. You can find her here every Wednesday and Friday on blogtalkradio.com forward slash earth angel. You can also find her on twitter.com forward slash your earth angel as well as on facebook.com forward slash carol guy and jasonsnetwork.com forward slash carol guy and now back to earth angel radio with your host carol guy wow hello everyone it's uh i'm your host carol guy and uh thank you so much wow it's been a long time. It's been actually two and a half years since I've actually done radio. And I was just listening to uh, this intro and stuff, and it's like, okay, we got to make some changes here because now our new show, which we're still with Earth Angels Network, uh, Earth Angels Radio Network, I should say, uh, but uh, my new show now is called Enlightened Masters Radio, which we'll, we'll be talking about a lot of different things not just angels and angelic uh, beings and uh, things like this. We are actually going to talk about a lot more things than we did then. And that's been, wow, seven years worth of work back then. Like I said, it's been two and a half years since I have been on radio. So I'm really excited about doing today's show. It took me a while to real, really uh, decide if I this is what I wanted to do. And uh, but before we get started on anything, I would like for us just to take a moment. I want, would like for us to just, wherever you are, whatever you're doing right now, just take a deep breath. Just take a deep breath. Breathe in and out through your nose. Let it go, that breath go in. I would like for us to do this just for a couple of minutes just to, to honor life, just to honor life, that you are here and you are breathing. That's the most important thing. The most important thing. So let's do that for just a moment and take a deep breath. And let it out. Close your eyes if you can. If you're driving, please don't. If you're doing heavy equipment or anything else, don't close your eyes. Take another deep breath in through your nose. And out through your nose. Let's do that just one more time, and this time, just allow yourself to just relax for the moment, just for this one brief moment in your day. In through your nose, and say, just feel the gratitude of your breath as you exhale. Wow. Just, just taking a brief moment out of your day, just what did that took us like two seconds, two seconds just to breathe and connect with our breath. Oh, and it relaxes you. Can't you just feel all the energy just like, wow, okay. You know, that's all it takes. It's all it takes. And you can do that absolutely anywhere. It's free. 
you can take it with you anywhere you go, your breath, because your breath is the most important thing of your life. Without it, you are not here. And so many times people take that for granted. They're running around searching for something, something outside of themselves to connect with. And they got it. It's been given to you. You have been blessed with the life of breath. That is the breath that is flowing through you. And what I wanted to do was to honor our life today. Honor our life. Take a moment just to honor your life with your breath. Because today is 9-11. And all across the world, many people know what that means. 9-11. And we're honoring people that have passed. Because you know what? They don't have the life of breath within them anymore. They sacrificed their own beings to bring us together as a nation, as a world. And it did happen. Let's honor that. that What they set out to do in this sacrifice, which many people will not agree with, but this is what I have known. I have shared for many years now. And they wanted us to come together. These beings wanted us to come together, and they accomplished what they wanted us to do, and that was to come together as a world, and we did. We did. But but it only lasted two weeks, two weeks, and then what happened? The old fear, the old programs kicked in, back in, back in. But those beings' life were not wasted. What they set out to do was to bring us together, and they did. And so let's honor them today. Let's honor them today as we just did of honoring our breath, the breath of life. So whatever you do today, and any day, every day, every single time you got, you get awareness or consciousness, breathe. Take a moment, breathe. You can walk and breathe. You can, you can drive and breathe. You can sleep and breathe. You can dance and breathe. You can do all these different things. You can eat and breathe. You know, two sec, two, what, two seconds? It didn't even last us a minute. But honoring the life of breath and those that do not have the breath anymore, that may not just be because of 9-11, but it's also for the beings of our family, our loved ones that have passed on. Whatever has happened that you are consciously aware of that's maybe holding, you're holding on to the old stories of them, uh, the old stories, even of 9-11. It's a story that we will never forget, but it is time for us to honor them and move on with our breath of life, to honor them even more by living, by breathing. I'd also like to take a moment to acknowledge Dr. Uh, Wayne Dyer and any of you that are uh, familiar with them that's on this path of enlightenment or on this path of a spiritual journey or uh, new age, whatever you want, whatever name you choose, but you know who Wayne Dyer is, who had just left us um, a couple of weeks ago. Actually, um, it's, I don't know if Wayne had anything to do with this. I had bought the domain name Enlightened Masters Radio back, um, gosh, last year, the end of, toward the end of last year, I think. I uh, did, I think it might have been November, I'm not even sure, but I bought the domain name, but I never did anything with it. I was contemplating. I was ready to go back on radio then, and then something, some things happened, which we will discuss later on, maybe today, maybe another time. I'm not really sure, but um, I just, I just didn't do the radio yet. I wasn't ready. It was still in the back of my mind, but Wayne Dyer passed, uh, I believe it was on the 30th of August 31st. Anyways, the next day is when I got up and said, it's time, it's time for me to go back on radio. So I don't know if Wayne was on the other side pushing or if it was that he opened up a space now that someone else can come in again, that, you know, his job was done on this planet. Oh, believe me, his job is still going on. He's, He's still working behind the scenes, let me tell you, and I'll share that more with you. But he was a great, great teacher that helped guide so many of us. I I, I love Wayne's work. I met Wayne back in 2002 at an event of um, the Celebration of Life. It was in uh, Scottsdale, Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, It was amazing. Um, I had just basically was still really new to this path 
and I was sent to Arizona to this event, and I didn't know a lot of the teachers that were there, but Doreen Virtue was there, uh, Brian Weiss was there, Sylvia Brown was there, uh, Sonia Chiquette, which I had worked with Sonia's mother after that event. After that event is when I connected with Sonia Chiquette, and I was a, and uh, she had guided me to her own mother to work with uh, on uh, some things, so that was wonderful. Um, just so lots and lots of many amazing teachers. Dr. Uh, David Hawkins, which many people are now really, really into his books more and more. And it was actually at the event that I was sitting there on the floor. It was so packed at Dr. David Hawkins' event that uh, Wayne Dyer was introducing Dr. Hawkins. I had not really heard of him, but he was on my list to go. Uh, so I was scheduled to go to his uh, seminar. And so I did, and it was so packed in there that I sat on the floor. I sat on the floor, was listening, and wow, I was, after um, Wayne Dyer had introduced Dr. Hawkins, uh, I sat, uh, I was just blown away because the things that he had spoke about in his book, Power Versus Force, I my soul was just eating it up because it was confirmation. It was confirmation. It was things that I had already been experiencing or been told about or I've learned. My journey has been about um, experiencing and then find out what it's about. Then we'll, we'll, we'll share with you what it's about, what you just went through. So I kind of did it a little different, but anyways, that's, that was my journey. And I was just, wow, I, I just was blown away. And then I looked over to my left and who was sitting next to me? Dr. Uh, Wayne Dyer sitting right there next to me, uh, and I was like, wow, but we didn't speak. You know, we, his, he was into uh, uh, what uh, David Hawkins was speaking about, and so was I. As Dr. David Hawkins was speaking, I uh, started noticing something. I, my angels kind of whispered in my ear. I heard this little whisper and said, look around you, be aware, and I was noticing people were leaving. People were actually leaving his talk. Why? They didn't get it. They were not getting what he was speaking about. So by the time Dr. Hawkins had finished at that event, that, and this was back in 2002, he had, um, there was only a handful of us left, Wayne Dyer, myself, and just a few more. Uh, and, and what was so funny is the ones that were left, all they wanted was pictures up with him. And I wasn't into that. So I never got a picture with him or with Wayne Dyer for that matter. Um, I wasn't into that. I was more into learning what things were about, teaching, you know, the teachings, what I came there to do. And so um, uh, um, I ended up leaving the event, and I went to a few more. Uh, uh, Neil Donald Walsh was there. I got to hear him, and I had known about his work. And his work was one of the first uh, bit of information, uh, Conversations with God, that I was guided to um, learn and read about because uh, I knew that God was speaking to me, and I just didn't, couldn't hear. I didn't understand what he was speaking about. Oh, and before we can continue with this conversation, um, I just wanted to say that uh, I won't be interacting in the chat room today, as you are probably already know, and I, at this moment, I'm not going to be taking callers either, um, because this is my first show, and one of the, the topics that we're going to address more on as we go is about listening, about listening. And that's where I'm at right now. I guess that's what triggered this, uh, what we were going to talk about. I don't prepare for my shows. I, I never, I did at the very beginning, what, oh, almost 10 years ago. But I, I stopped doing that because I allow whatever information that comes through, whatever comes out, out is what people need to hear. And that's what our, 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 we're speaking about today is about listening and this is very strong what there why we're not going to take calls because people are always looking for answers and they're wanting you to talk and they want to talk and they want to share and they want to get down to the degree but the thing is that they're not listening but anyways back then and when I first started conversations with God with Neil Donald Walsh I knew that God was talking to me but I wasn't I couldn't hear clearly I couldn't hear it all I get so angry and frustrated, let me tell you. Uh, that's another story. But back to Wayne Dyer. Anyways, um, so I, um, as the weekend went on with this event, Dr. Dyer was one of the last people that I had um, 
got to hear. He was the last, very last speaker of the whole event for the whole weekend. And, oh, my gosh, he, listening to Dr. Dyer, I, I mean, tears came to my eyes just, you know, because he, he was speaking to my soul. And it was resonating. Every bit of his words were resonating to me. And I just, oh, I wanted to meet him so much. I wanted to meet him. After the event, I went back to the room, back at the room where he was at, and uh, they were selling books, and he was talking to people and things like this. And I went back there, and I really, really wanted to meet him. But there were so many people, so many people there. I just said, okay, you know what? I'm going to let this go. And uh, he gave me what I needed. And uh, I got the information um, that was meant for me. And so I left. I started leaving. And uh, there was nobody else there. Everybody was still in the main hall, uh, big room. And... Um, I had left and I started walking out and all of a sudden I heard footsteps behind me and I heard a voice in my, tell me, turn around. And when I did, guess who it was? Wayne Dyer, Dr. Wayne Dyer, right behind me. And so I stopped and he, him and I chatted for a few moments and he shook my hand. He shook my hand and in that moment, um, it was only briefly, I got to meet him for the, that brief moment and then he ha- he had to go because he had to go get more material, more books, whatever it is. So for because he was on a mission, Wayne was on a mission to help people. And after he walked away, I stood there and I just looked at my hand. I felt my hand because there was so much in that handshake. What I got out of that handshake was that the man I just met was magnificent. He was wonderful, and. But he was in a hurry. He was trying to help so many people, and he did. And that, in that handshake, I got that there more of us were coming. More of us was coming. So, you know, Dr. Dyer was 75 years old uh, when he passed, and he did, he touched many of our lives. Like I said, I have lots of his books, uh, a lot of his information. I've listened to him speak. Uh, some of his meditations. And so I want to honor him with that story and with all the magnificent things. And I don't, like I said, I don't know if he was there pushing me or opening up the space for me to come back on the radio and share my voice now again. But uh, the day after he passed, I got up that morning and said, it's time. And I booked this show right here. And I was going to book it for the Friday after that, which I think believed, I believe it was uh, September 4th. But the thing was that um, there was, I had so much going on and I didn't, I kept hearing Friday morning. So it's like, okay, you know what, then I'll just book it the next Friday, the Friday after that. And so I went to go book it for that today, for this Friday. And I realized that it was 9-11. So there was lots behind this that I wasn't, didn't realize until it started happening Um, because I was going to actually start my show on September 4th, but I didn't want to do a night show. I wanted to do a morning show. And uh, I was told to do, do, do it the Friday after. And it's like, you know what, I'll just wait another week and I'll do the show the Friday after. And then when I went to go book it and I saw the date, I'm like, wow, 9-11. Okay, there is something behind me coming back, Wayne passing, me getting up the next morning and booking the show and it was blocked for me to not do it on September 4th, but it was open for me to do it today, 9-11. So let's honor all these magnificent miracles that we're here. And I'm here today, and it's, it's wonderful to be able to share my voice. One of the things that I wanted to mention as we continue on, because we are going to talk about listening, and that's why you're here. If you're listening today, it's because, this is the message that you need. But today, you know, I last time when I started doing radio, I did radio back, uh, when did I start? Gosh, you know, I guess it's been 10 years, 2000, maybe 2007. 2007? I'm trying to think how long is it, you know, how long has it been? Because I haven't done it. I don't know. Anyways, when I did start, whatever year that was, um, I... Um, was in, I was in, I, I didn't really want to do radio, <laughs> but I kept hearing it, and I would hear uh, uh, people talk about 
you know, friends would say, your voice, your voice, you need to be do radio, your voice. And I'm like, okay, okay. And so I was guided finally to do radio. And uh, so I did it. No, it had to have been more like 2004. I can't even remember what year I started. I have to go back and just Google it and see, but or <laughs> Google myself and see. But anyways, I did radio for a while with one network, and I didn't want to do it, and I was nervous, and I was scared, and what will I say, and I was trying to prepare, and all of that stuff. And I learned a lot. And then um, my uh, mother got sick. So I, it had to have been before that because in 2000, and, uh, end of 2007, I, yeah, it had to have been way before 2007. Um, in 2007, it, towards the end of it, I, I stopped doing radio. I quit um, doing radio for a while. Uh, different things was happening. And then in 2008, I uh, had met, um, I was, Still, kind of promoting one of my books that I had pulled. I, it's not on. It's not for sale right at this moment. I pulled it off the shelves a couple of, about a, you know about a couple of years ago because it's we're in the it's in a new process. So, anyways, I uh, stopped doing radio and uh, I had ran across a, a gentleman, uh, Mark Patterson, and he was doing he was doing radio and he contacted me and said, "Would you be a guest on my show?" And I said, "Okay." Okay, uh, I uh, sure, why not? And so I was a guest on his show, and I, w- I wasn't in the chat room or anything. I was just, I had just called in, was chatting, talking with him, sharing. And Mark stopped me, and he said, Carol, he goes, are you in the chat room? And I said, no, I'm not. And he said, there's people in there saying, tell her to get back on the radio. Tell her to get back on the radio. And I'm like, wow, okay. And so um, he got, and I didn't even know who these were. I guess because this was a whole different network than where I was at before. And so that guided me back to the radio back in 2008. And uh, then I did it. Uh, like I said, started once a month, once a day, uh, once a week, and then it went to five days. So it was a lot. So when I was on radio, I was in service. I had went into service. For the divine back in '93, um, I had didn't want to. I was uh, married, um, married to a military man, and I had two children. And we were living in Europe, in Germany, and I was happy. And things were fi- finally, really, at this time, our life was just going wonderful. Finances, everything, friends, everything was really, really good. And. Uh, until one day he came home, my husband at the time came home and said, we're moving to Colorado. Well, I knew in that moment, I literally stopped him and said, no, you cannot take me there. Because I knew that my life as a mother, a wife, was a military wife as that, and my whole life was about to change. Now, I didn't know how my life was a change, but I knew it was. And this was in 1993, and I didn't want it. I was fighting, 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 fighting. Oh, I begged him for three months not to take me to Colorado. I'd never been there in this lifetime, but I knew. And deep down in my soul, I knew. Um, so after, you know, three months, he said to me, well, I'm going back to the States, and you're going with me. So I, I stopped and did what I do to do my duly wife duties. I don't think I said that was right. It didn't sound right. But anyways, I did my duty of a wife and prepared the family to leave Europe and to move back to the United States. And uh, we took them on vacation, visiting family and stuff. But then as we went on, we um, got to Colorado. The very first day we arrived in Colorado, he got out to ask for directions to where the military base was. Yeah, let me say that again. He got out and asked for directions, ladies, so and gentlemen. But uh, and I got out of the car and I stood there and I just said, "Please, God, don't do this to me," because I still did not know what that meant. I just knew deep inside my soul that my life as a mother, as a wife, 
as a daughter, you know, all these different titles was about to change and I didn't want it to change. And, you know, fast forward, it it did. Uh, You know, I end up a few years later um, going through this transformation and I end up leaving a a 20-year, right at 20-year marriage. And uh, it, it was really hard at that time to explain to people because I honestly still did not know what was happening to me. Like I said earlier in the show, uh, my life has been about it happens and then I get confirmation of what's going on. Okay, so 20-year marriage. And uh, it was not easy. It was not easy. You know, this is what this show is about, enlightened masters and about learning to listen. Uh, we can fight it, which, you know, I at that time I had the title of a rebel. I was a rebel. And I probably still do have that a little bit, you know, in my uh, energy field, in my DNA. But uh, I didn't want to do any of this, did not want to speak about any of this, did not want to share, did not want to know, didn't want, I, you know, anger, oh my God, so much anger in me and and things like this, a lot of stuff. And uh, even with the, con- listening, reading the books, Conversations for God, with God, which that came like years later, I was so angry. You have no idea how many books I went through because I would rip them, literally rip them to shreds because I was so angry because I couldn't hear. I was not hearing clearly. I knew I could hear some things, but I didn't understand what the God, what the divine, what the universe was trying to share with me because I couldn't hear clearly. And that's what our show is leading up to today is about learning to hear, silence yourself, hearing. And like I said, I was a rebel. I was a, you know, I was a fighter. I learned how to fight. I learned how to fight when I was a little, little girl because I had a sister at that time that was 18 months younger than me that that's all she did. She would attack me and attack me and attack me and fight. And I had to fight you know, names and words and things that she would do. And uh, then going to school, when I started school as a little girl, I was fighting, had to fight to to be, to just be me. I didn't even know who me was any, at that time because I was so being attacked. I had been being attacked by different people, the way I looked, the way I I. Uh, dressed the way I everything about me there was nothing on on this earth so even since I was a little girl that I was not being attacked for and uh, so I I learned at a very young age to defend myself and to 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 fight and so you know when the divine is telling me you're going to go on this path you're leaving your 20-year marriage it's changing with your children. Your children are going to be taken away to go live with their father for a while. Believe me, I was fighting. I was like, God, you are not going down. I'm not going down without a fight with you. And that's what I did um, at that time. But I've learned, you know, it's been a long time now. And so I've learned and I had to learn how to listen. I had to learn how to just be still. I had to learn to hear. I had to learn to hear. Because we want answers. We're human beings that are doing, 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 and we want answers, and we want them now. Now, not tomorrow, not next year. We want those answers right now, and we we forget to listen. We don't know how to listen. You know, uh, it was really great this morning. Um, just a half hour before um, I was going on air here for my first show, I... Uh, had been thinking about that. We have so many stories. Oh my, you have no idea how many stories I have. That what I've just shared with you is just the tip of the iceberg. It's nothing because I have got so many stories that I wrote a book called, um, at the time it was called, what is it called? Coming out of the spiritual closet, being an earth angel, which you cannot find any right now because it's, I pulled it out of print because I am revising it somehow. Somehow, I'm working on it, and uh, or it's in the process in the other realms or whatever it is. And I had been journaling, 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 and writing, keeping up. But it got to be so much that I've had to record everything. I record, and I have a huge black bag 
full of cassettes of this journey because I could not keep up with it. It was happening so quickly. And so that was part of my journey too, as all these different stories. And I was told to keep, to write about them and to keep record of them because one of the things is, you know, I, and I, and I apologize. I am not here to defend anybody or, or uh, 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 not defend, but uh, um, what is the word? Uh, sometimes uh, normal human language uh, escapes me, but uh, offend anybody is that the, the Bible. But I was told back then when I was told that I was going to write, I, you know, here, like I said, I was a rebel. Me, write? No. Are you kidding me? No way. I cannot write. I can't even speak. You can hear it right now. I can't even speak the right uh, uh, language for most people. You have no idea how many times people will correct me in the way I speak, correct me in the way I write things, um, because I don't speak that language. I speak whatever it is that's coming through me, and I always have, and it's not the proper English. It's not properly uh, pronounced. Uh, sometimes, you know, the older I get it, the, some of the words to pronounce them, you know, because I speak spirit, and there is no, some of these words that have to be filtered, and it, it, there's no filtering. That My filter's gone, <laughs> you know? So at time, times it, uh, it's full of dust or something, I don't know. But anyways, um, I was told that, you know, Jesus did not write his own story. Other people did. The Bible was not uh, written by Jesus. Jesus didn't write his story. Others wrote about it. And so how much of that is that actually in truth? And, yes, people will, you know, they'll fight for that. But I'm not here to fight with anybody anymore. I'm lay, I've laid my swords down. I've, had, I've laid them down before, and I've had to pick them back up. And I really don't care to do so again. Um, so, but that was why I was told to keep record of everything that has happened to me on my journey. And so um, we have these stories. Like I said, I have so many of them. Now, what happened earlier before I went, uh, came on air is uh what and what I wanted to share with you is I was sitting outside, for example, this is just an example. I was sitting outside with my little dog, just kind of getting some morning fresh air, thinking about um nothing actually, just breathing, looking at the the light the 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 blue sky, the trees, looking around me, uh, watching my little puppy dog, he's just so amazing, and um I love my little doggy so much, he's my little boy. That and I was sitting there, and a girl next door that has only been here maybe two or three weeks, she opened the door and she saw me. She goes, "Can I come out and talk to you for a minute?" And I said, "Okay." And she started asking me some questions, and and I said, "No." She asked me if I heard heard her heard them last night in the in their apartment, and I said, "No, no. We have concrete walls. It takes a lot to hear. You know, it's got to be really bad to hear through these walls." Anyways. As we're sitting there, she's just talking, and she's telling me, and then she stops herself, and she goes, I don't know why I'm telling you this. This is so personal. Is it okay? And I'm like, okay. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm just listening to her as she is just going into her story. She's just rolling into her story. And then she would stop herself, oh, I don't know why I'm telling you this. And she's just telling me her story constantly, just, you know. Not once did she ask about me. Not once. She asked me a question about them, but there was no question about me, not any interest in me or uh, anything else. She was just interesting, uh, interested in sharing her story, and that's what so many people are. And I sat and I listened to her for a good half hour until I had to say, look, I got I to gotta go, or maybe it was an hour before the show. I'm sorry. I apologize. I sat and listened to her for a little while, and then I said, you know, I have to go because I, just, I didn't tell her why. I just said, you know, I, I don't mean to uh, have to leave, but I got to go. And so I came back in. But this is what happens is that so many of you are caught in your story, and it's a story. It's a story. 9-11, Jesus' story is a story. And even though we can honor them and we can learn from this, if you choose, 
it's a story that we have to get learn to get past and rewrite these stories. Rewrite these stories. Learn to listen to someone else's story. That's why now I'm getting back to where I started with this about the radio. I had, was in service. I was in service, and I was guided to do radio back all those years. And then two and a half years ago, I was told, which was December of 2012, I did my last shows and was told to stop speaking. And so I did. And so this time when I went to go book my radio show on um, for this, this show, when I, that morning I went to go book it, I said that... I'm no longer in service anymore. I'm not in service. Any, no more. <laughs> I was dismissed from service, actually, in August of this year. And uh, I said that I wasn't going back on the radio for being in service. I was going back on the radio because I wanted to. I wanted, I had missed this part of me that I had put aside the last two and a half years because uh, I was in service with some, so many other things. And um, and as we progress with this, we will get into some more of those stories. But I don't get a chance to share some of my stories because so many of you are stuck in your stories. You're stuck in your stories. And have you, and have you noticed your life? You're, you're, trying, you're trying so hard to get out of that story, change your story to – you're not being able to, you're in this loop. And let me tell you, I've been on that loop. I know what it's like. But this time around, I'm here, and I'm going to be sharing with you through however long I choose to do radio. And whenever I choose to do radio, I do plan at this moment is to do the radio every week, but who knows? Who knows? But at this time, I'm doing radio here to share with you of what, it is light, what, what it means to be an, an enlightened. What it, share some of the stories that maybe will help you if you only listen. Because not only will well, I'm not going to take callers right now, and I'm not going to be interacting in the chat room at this time, and that may change too, you know, I'm whatever. But today, that's, that wasn't happening that I, sometimes when you hear, if you stop and get out of your own story and learn to listen, you may be able to hear someone else's story because it may be you that are telling your story. Like the girl here, she was just going on about her story. She's so stuck in her story, she can't change it. She's not going to change her story, not for a while, if she ever does. Okay? That's the program she's running on. And here, if she would only listen and stopped herself and let me share as well, she might have learned something that may help her in her story, but she wasn't open to, she can't hear. You know, um, maybe it's you that are you're stuck in that story. And maybe what you need to do to change your story is to stop and listen. And then there may be some of you that are like me that, you're hearing all these people's stories, you know, and there no one's getting a chance. You're not getting a chance to share your story or your wisdom or your knowledge or, or your divine love. And maybe you've got to find an outlet like me. I, that's why I came back on air is to find an outlet so I can share with the ones that do want to hear some of the experiences, some of my stories, some information that may come through to me through me that I have no idea what it will be. That's why I don't prepare anymore. Um, even to, after not going on the radio for two and a half years, I was not scared. I was not nervous. I just said, okay. I knew it was going to be about listening. And that's what we are here to do. If we learn to listen, and let me tell you, I've had to learn. I had to learn how to listen to the divine myself. I learned a long time ago, back being a military wife, back when I was 17 years old and I had gotten married and I was not pregnant, okay? I didn't, wasn't forced to be married. I chose to be married at that age. Um, even, and I wasn't listening. I did not listen. The divine told me, God told me, don't marry him. And I said, I'm going to do it, and you ain't stopping me. Okay, well, you know, I didn't listen. 
okay? So I had to learn to listen. I learned the hard way to learn to listen. So how can you change your story if you can't listen? So maybe you're like me that don't have an outlet that, uh, like I said, I learned on the human side when I'd go, I, I had so many magnificent experiences living all over the uh, United States, living in Europe, and I would come home and I would want to share my stories with my family, but my family didn't want to hear them. They didn't want to listen or hear anything I had to say because they were so stuck in their own stories about their drama, their um, their diseases, all these different things that was happening in their life. They didn't care. So I learned a long time ago to be still and be quiet. And so, you know, once I learned, once I accepted that I was going to do radio, once I accepted that I was going to to write and share and uh, and uh, be a, a uh, angelic counselor and stuff, I learned that uh, I could share my stories. I could have a voice. And so that's what radio is doing. It's giving me a voice. And I am listening now. I listen. Because you don't know how many times over my life, uh, even even before I started this path, I would say to myself, I, I knew it, I could hear it, but I wouldn't listen and I would say to myself, and I'd say to God, when am I going to learn to listen? When am I going to get it? When am I going to learn to listen to what you're telling me? And that's what it's about. It's because the show is about today. It's about learning to stop and listen. And if you know something, then listen. Like I said, but I have no regrets marrying my ex-husband because I got so many magnificent experiences and I have the most two amazing children. Even though things in my life aren't like uh, wrapped in a uh, perfect little uh, present with a beautiful re- uh, bowl, bow around it and uh, little dangling things or anything, my children are, were my life and breath and they were wonderful and magnificent. And so that alone was worth not me listening sometimes. But I learned, but who knows, what if I would have listened? It could have even been even greater because, you know, it wasn't a great marriage. It wasn't. You know, nothing against him. He gave me the greatest gifts of all as my two children, and he gave me an experience of living in Europe and all over the United States that has brought me to who I am. Those are parts of me that I will not ever, um, it's part of my story. Let me just say that. It's part of my story. And I don't have any regrets about any part of my story. I've had some wild experiences. And as you go on, and if your goal is to be enlightened, mine was never. I had never set that goal. <laughs> like I said, I didn't want it. But I was chosen. Why? I don't know. Just because I that was part of my journey. That's part of my story. And... uh I'm in the process of my rewriting, not rewriting my story. No, I'm writing a new story now. And my new story was that I'm not in service. I'm not forced to be on radio. I'm not forced to share with any of you. I'm doing my, my new story is that I'm doing it because I want to. I wanted to. I missed this part of myself of not being able to share because you don't share this kind of stuff, this information with just everybody on the street. Because why? They're not open to hearing. And that's what you may be experiencing in your life. You don't have someone that can hear you. Well, guess what? If you listen closely, maybe you'll find a way that you'll be able to express yourself. Or maybe you need to stop and just listen. And instead of sharing your story with everyone on the street or anybody that will stop, that you might learn something too. Because we are here, there's, what, 7 billion people on this planet and more and more every day coming. Um, lots are leaving. A lot of the great teachers of diff- lots of different arts are leaving this uh, planet and um, making room, making space, making room for the new ones to come in. And we have some wonderful, magnificent children out there. The animals are, oh, my gosh, if people would stop and look and listen to the animals, they would learn so much. And their life would change. Their story would change. 
but we're, we we don't. And another one of the other things is about listening is sometimes because we can't speak the same language, and I don't mean Spanish, French, um, German, or uh, uh, Korean, or any of these kind of languages. I'm talking about the language of love. Not many people on this planet know the language of love, the language of light, the language of love. And um, recently I had to learn a new language, and it wasn't a pretty language. And uh, he, uh, the, the person that I was involved with that was speaking this language, he'd ask me, where did you learn this language? And I, and I would say, from him. And the language is not pretty, but you know what? That's the language of most people on this planet. If you get on YouTube, if you listen to the television, if you, you'll hear that this is the language that's being spoke. And that's why sometimes people can't hear you. Sometimes if you are speaking the language of love, the language of light, they can't hear you. We wonder, why can't people hear us? Why can't, when I speak to my family, when I speak to my children, when I speak to my husband, why can't he hear me? Because that, you're not speaking his language. Okay? And I had to learn a new language. And it wasn't a pretty language, and I didn't like the language. And so I had to, it had to end because that language was going to destroy us. And so I was refusing for that to happen. And so I had to get back to my language. This is my language. This is one reason why I'm on the radio sharing with you today is because this is my language. This is how I, the language of love. This is the language of light. Sometimes the language of love has to come into a different tone. And that's why people can't hear you. Why, why, maybe why you can't hear God or the divine is because you can't hear the language of love. You can't hear the language of light. So you've got to fine tune your hearing. That's what I was doing with the conversation of God. I knew God was speaking to me. I knew it. I knew it. And so when, when Neil Donna Walsh came out with the book, Conversation with God, I already knew. I was like, I know God's talking to me. I couldn't get it because I had I couldn't hear the language of love. I couldn't hear the language of light at that time. And so I had to learn how to listen. I had to learn to speak a different language. And the last two and a half years, I had to learn I learned a different language. It was really really funny when I moved to Florida uh four and a half years ago. I was I was very uh much in a higher dimension. I was lived in states of bliss uh, for many, many years. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, I came here. Ooh, my voice has not talked this long in a long time. <laughs> so excuse me while I get a drink of water. Anyways, when I first came to Florida, I spoke very much the language of light and the language of love. And then one day, I was going to have a meeting with a gentleman that did a lot of uh, social networking. He, had, he was huge in putting big social networking groups together here in Florida, and they had events like every other every two weeks or something. And when I first got here, I that's how I was introduced to Florida, was going into one of these. Anyways, that's another story. But um, I went to go meet with him. And I was in such a high state of bliss, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to take the day off. So I put on my raggedy jeans that cut with holes cut in them, a little tank top, and I. But I, I was just, oh, I felt so happy and peaceful and joyful. And I went met him at a Panera Bread in uh, Boca Raton, and he came in. And when he came in, he came in a suit, suit and tie for the meeting. And here I'm, like, okay. And so we sat down to talk the same language. He was, he spoke, you know, he was very kind and, and professional. And I was speaking language of love and light. He was speaking a language that I could, did not know anymore. I had, did not know it. And the beauty about this was that him and I, I would speak or he would speak, whichever one, and we would both then stop and pause, and we would trans, we would 
try to understand what the other person was saying. Whenever I sometimes I would speak to him in my language, he and we both spoke English, okay? It was English, but it was a different kind of English. And when I spoke to him, he would listen. And then I could see him filtering and turn it in and trans being like a trans uh later that would turn those into a language that he spoke. And then I would take his what he just said to me that I had said, he translated it. I would then translate it back into my language and it was the most amazing, wonderful mind-blowing conversation I'd ever had really with someone. It We did not the same language. He spoke a language that I really had totally lost. I, I no longer could speak that. And we ended up having a two-hour conversation, or maybe a little longer, but it was so magnificent because we both took the time to listen to each other. And even if we didn't speak the same language, and work really, really hard on filtering and translating it into a language that we can communicate with each other. And that's what it is about the human race, too, is that we are not communicating because we're so busy not listening to each other. We're so busy in our own, stuck in our own stories that we cannot hear each other. We cannot listen. So if you cannot do it with each other, how are you possibly ever going to hear the voice of God, the voice of the divine, the, vo the voice of the universe. If you're not willing to take the time to learn to listen, and like I said earlier, I had to learn to listen and to learn a different language, okay? Yes, you may not be able to speak with your family members or speak with your friends the language that you uh, have learned, but you'll be able to maybe be guided to meeting other people that speak your language or you'll be able to with our with our internet and everything maybe be able to do something else you know like here for me it's radio i'm using my voice i'm speaking my language i can i'm listening i'm listening to what needs to come through cuz i did not plan this show whatsoever all i did was book it i booked it said okay here we go so that is another thing stop and learn to listen and learn a new language, okay? That's how you're going to be able to change your story. It's not about going and speaking light and love to every person you meet and speaking it all over the, and just almost vomiting on to other people too. Just like a lot of different religions will vomit all over you. People with lots of negativity will just vomit all over you. It's the same thing with our language. Learn to learn to know who you can speak with and maybe find an outlet that you can use your voice. But you got to learn to listen. So if you cannot do it, if we can't do it with each other, how are you ever going to hear the divine? How are you going to, if it's your goal to, to be enlightened, and really there, there's so much more to that, how are you ever going to make it until you learn to listen and get your own answers? And sometimes it might not be the answers that you you hear. That's one reason why I'm not taking call. I didn't take callers today, and I don't know when I'm going to take callers, but maybe one day, and maybe next week. Who knows? I don't. Um, but there was a young girl that would call in when I used to do radio all the time. She'd call in every every week, every time I did a show. She called in. Then she would call in a lot of the different hosts as as Earth Angels Network grew with Dr. Michael Rice, uh, Diane Bachberger. We had Mark Sample. We had. Uh, so many other ones on the show, uh, different uh, uh, times. And we still do have a few other shows here. But um, we, uh, she would call in. She would call in. She would call in, I guess, a lot of other shows and things like this, and over and over and over. And I would tell her, you're not listening. When she'd call into my show, I'm like, you, stop, you're not listening. Like I said, I have not done shows in two and a half years here on Block Talk Radio or anywhere. And uh, about a month ago, I was uh, sitting out by the beach with my dog, and all of a sudden, this girl walked, lady walked by me, and she goes, Carol? And I said, yeah. She goes, you did Earth Angels Radio? And I said, yeah. And she goes, and she said her name, which I will not repeat. And uh, I was like, 
she goes, do you remember me? And I said, yeah. And we chat a little bit, and she was sharing with me her story of what's going on, and she goes, I still don't listen. And her life is still exactly where it was all these years. It had not changed. Because why? She wasn't listening to any information that was given to her with the human voice. So how could she possibly listen to the divine? And that's just one example. I see so many, you know how many, I get so much information. I see things. I stand in back and I watch and I see things and I see people. And I don't say anything very much anymore unless I'm guided to. I just stand back and I watch. Because one of the things I'm like, they don't listen anyways. Why why waste that energy and breath and, and everything? Because people don't listen. Because they're so caught up in their own. And you know how you can tell the people aren't listening? They're so wrapped up in their own stories. They never even ask about you. They don't want to know. They're too too involved in their own story and they're rereading the same page over and over. How many times have you picked up a book and you or went to go read something and you read the line over and over and over and you, you keep going like, I just read that. I just read that. You know? Uh, you know what? I just read that. I read that while ago. Okay, I, I where am I at? Well, it's the same thing in your life. You're repeating the same story over and over and over and over because you're caught in that loop and you have not been able to change it because you're too caught up in it and you haven't stopped to learn to listen. And there's more of that things that we'll get into that too. But anyways... This is uh, something that hopefully you got something out of this uh, this show. I hope you've enjoyed it. I have enjoyed being able to share my voice with you again, uh, to share some of the stories that I have experienced. Um, like I said, what what just needed to be, happen today, and I hope you take a moment, not just once, several times through your life to through your day. To just breathe and honor life, honor the breath of life, the most important thing, because without that, you don't have a story, you don't have anything, you, 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 you won't be able to listen, you won't be, because you won't be here on this planet. Real quick, my father used to say to me when he got emphysema, because he, he was a smoker, and he couldn't even walk from the front door to the, to the car, to the back door to the car, without stopping and grasping the side of the car and and trying and grasping for breath and he would say to me I just wish I could breathe I would do anything for for breath to have a breath because he was gasping to try to stay alive with his breath and not here to say anything about anybody that smokes half a Florida smokes <laughs> uh, over half I believe but the thing is is it's the breath of life, so cherish that. You're not there for your children. You're not there for your animals. You're not there for the planet. You're not there for anyone without that breath, so honor it. So take some time and honor your breath. So um, I do plan to have a show next Friday. Uh, it's not booked yet, but uh, we'll see you after the show. So I, I, I send my love to all of you that you will open up yourself to be able to hear to take an honor life and breath. And it's been a joy and a wonder to be able to share this with so many blessings to all of you. Much love. And may you always, always take the time to breathe. Thank you for joining us here at Earth Angel Radio for another show of self-discovery. Please tune in again every Wednesday evening and Friday at noon Mountain Standard Time. For more information on Carol, please visit www.carolgui.com. May your hearts be blessed with divine love. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.